was the bottom of the ninth, with McGuire up at bat. Feeling so at home in my giant ace cap. I was eight years old, wearing gold and green. From my head to my toes, rap game Billy Bean. She was my first kiss, but I don't think it counts. On the kindergarten trip to the Oakland Firehouse. Sitting in the stands with her family. With the baseball glove her dad handed me. As the season unfolded, we held our breath. Watching Ricky Henderson, the quickest runner in the West. Hello, and welcome to the podcast Jokestrap with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will discuss two of his favorite things, which are sports and stand-up comedy. Hence the name Jokestrap. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever podcasts are available. With that being said, please enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Jokestrap. This is episode number 71. I'm Wes Hoffman. Thank you very much for listening um, so far and not shutting it off. <laughs> anyway. It's October 19th, 2020. Uh, yesterday, as of yesterday, the National League Championship Series uh, ended. Uh, the day before that, the American League Championship Series ended. Uh, both of these uh, series um, went seven games. Uh, both, both the ALCS and NLCS went seven games for the first time since 2004. Um, it was the first time that I've ever known in history where there's been seven games, uh, in a row with no days off due to the fact that there was a neutral site, um, for the, both American League and National League. Uh, like I mentioned before, National League was in Arlington, Texas. American League was in San Diego. Um, so yeah. So the no days off played a... A factor, I think, with the pitching for both, for all the teams involved, um, the Dodgers and the Braves in the National League and the Tampa Bay Rays and the Houston Astros in the American League. But uh, it ended up being that the Tampa Bay Rays prevailed in seven games and beat the fucking Houston Astros. Woo! Yeah! Let's go, Tampa! Anyway, uh... Don't feel like inserting random applause there, so that's all I'm going to do. But yeah, so Tampa Bay won in seven games, did not make it easy on themselves, got off to a great start in the series, were were up three games to nothing. Uh, Got a guy named Randy Arozarena, Randy Arozarena, um, originally from Cuba, Played a little bit with the Cardinals last year. Gets traded over to Tampa Bay. Uh, early in the season with t- Tampa Bay. Uh, contracts COVID-19. Doesn't get into, into the roster, really into the mix until late August, early September. And, man, he was huge this series. Ends up being the American League Championship Series MVP. Uh, but, yeah, the Rays were up three games to none. And then the Astros came back and won three in a row. And at that point, you're thinking, ah, crap, Houston's going to win this series. They have all the momentum. And then an ironic fate would have it or whatever. Um, Charlie Morton was starting for the Rays in game seven. And Charlie Morton, if you're familiar, pitched for the 2017 Houston Astros, the team that was uh, accused of cheating. So, ironically, one cheater beats 
another, but I'm going to give Morton a pass because he doesn't play for Houston anymore, and also he's a pitcher, so he didn't really benefit from the cheating as much. He still benefited from it, but anyway, uh, we'll give him a pass since he beat his old team. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he did go uh, five and two-third innings, and then the bullpen finished it off. The bullpen's Tampa Bay strength and was the strength most of the series aside from like one game where they didn't do really well. Um, so, yeah, that is uh, how the American League Championship Series ended. Uh, the National League Series ended with the Dodgers prevailing. They almost blew it. Uh, they're the heavy favorite to win the whole thing. And uh, they almost blew it. Uh, they beat the Braves yesterday uh, by a final score of 4-3. to three. So not easy for Braves fans to take, I'm sure. Um, and uh, I was pulling for the Braves myself because I'm not too big on the Dodgers. But... Uh, the Dodgers made it. So now it's going to be the Dodgers versus the Tampa Bay Rays in Arlington, Texas, seven games in a row, or as many games in a row as it takes, best of seven. Um, uh, no days off in between once again. And that starts tomorrow, October 20th. So the World Series should be over no later than, no later than October 26th. So after October 26th, that concludes this so-called season of baseball. Uh, I'll be rooting for the Tampa Bay Rays, even though they did beat uh, the Oakland A's last year in the wild card game. But other than that, I'm okay with Tampa Bay winning it. It'd be their first World Series title, um, and it'd just be nice to see uh, the Dodgers lose again after spending even more money. On guys like Mookie Betts. I think I read somewhere that Mookie Betts, his entire salary is the equivalent to the entire team salary for Tampa Bay, to put things in perspective. So it's kind of hard not to root for the underdog here in Tampa Bay. But their hitting's got to come around. They've been relying a lot on their pitching and their hitting, aside from Randy Orozarena, the beast, um, aside from him, uh, the hitting needs to start producing a little bit more than just him uh, to get things going. So uh, I expect this series will... I'd be surprised if it doesn't go at least six games, but I'd, I'd probably uh, predict it will go seven games again. I expect another seven-game series here. So... Uh, We'll see how it plays out. We'll see how the bullpens are used, whether pitchers are going to get quick hooks in the World Series like they seem to do in both the Championship Series matchups. So we'll see how the managers go with this, see what kind of effect it, the DH has for the National League. Um, will it have a huge impact, or is it going to be a minor impact? Um, we'll see. Because normally in a World Series, if it goes the full seven games, there'd be three games where the pitchers hit at least three games, if not four. <coughs> so we'll see. We'll see what kind of uh, uh, difference that makes, if any. 
So yeah, I'm just glad the Houston Astros are out of it, baby. Woo! Um, it was uh, kind of funny after the Astros beat the Twins in the wild card series. Or not the wild, yeah, the wild card series, I guess, is what it was called. They beat them two games in a row. Um, Carlos Correa was pretty outspoken on the Astros. And Carlos Correa is a great player, don't get me wrong, but after the game, he said something like, well, I don't think we have to prove anything else. Like, we prove we belong here. We prove we're a great team. Um, all the haters should shut up now. And I'm sorry, Carlos. No. Um, I think anybody that truly understood this scenario of the Houston Astros knows without a doubt that the Houston Astros are a fucking great baseball team, cheating or not. I don't think that was ever in question. <clears throat> I don't even know if the validity of the World Series in 2017 was in question so much. Yeah, it's stupid that they did it. They cheated. That was dumb. What bugged me the most about the Houston Astros was, one, none of the players got punished for doing so. They got immunity. So I hated them for that. And I also hated them because none of them ever took the time to publicly apologize for what they did. Sure, they publicly addressed what they did, sort of. Sort of beating around the bush, like acting like it really wasn't a problem or anything. But I never heard one Astros player say, I'm sorry for cheating. I've never heard... They always had the owner or, or A.J. Hinch, a former manager who ends up getting fired. They always had someone else apologize sort of for them. Even their owner didn't seem too remorseful. So fuck you guys. Like you, Fuck you. I mean, you could be the fucking best baseball player on earth, but if you break a rule and you're not remorseful for it, fuck that. So... That's just how I feel. Um, you you got to be held to the same standards as these other guys. Uh, there's guys banned from baseball that did far less worse than you, and they're still banned for life. Uh, I'm talking about guys, you know, from the Black Sox scandal. Joe Jackson, like, he played his ass off in that uh, 1919 uh, series, and yet he got, you know, he got banned from baseball because he was on the team that ended up uh, throwing the the World Series that year. Same with Buck Weaver. He wanted no part of throwing the World Series, played his ass off. Yet, since he wasn't willing to snitch on his teammates, he gets banned from baseball. So if those guys get banned from baseball, I think it's pretty appropriate that you get some punishment too. I think it's appropriate that Mike Fires of the A's, the one that ratted him out. I think it's appropriate that he gets punished, too. I think it's appropriate that Tony Pena, uh, infielder with the A's, uh, he gets punished also. They were all part of this Astros team. Verlander came in there midway. Maybe he won't be as punished as much, but should have been punished something. So the fact they all got immunity um, was kind of a bullshit deal. Um, in my in my opinion, no one no one got immunity before. Why start now? Would they have given immunity for these these uh, Hall of Famers that should have been Hall of Famers? Uh, I mean, they could still very well be in years from now, 
but guys like Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and stuff like that, would would they get immunity if they admitted from the get go that they did steroids? And would they be inducted in the Hall of Fame if they admitted it right away? I'm curious about that. I don't know. I think it's a bigger deal than steroids, though, because it involves the whole team. The whole team was in on this shit. And the manager and, and everybody. It wasn't like one or two guys uh, poking themselves with needles, you know? I don't know. Eh, it's frustrating. But happy that they lost in this so-called season or whatever. And I can't wait till fans return still because I know they will still come out in droves to boo the shit out of them. And it's rightfully deserved for each and every one of them. Uh, uh, anyway. That's my rant. Uh, <laughs> so that's the baseball picture now. So World Series starts on Tuesday. Um, we'll see how many of the games I actually watch this series. I ended up watching more of the uh, American League Championship Series than I thought I would. Um, we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as uh, football goes, NFL football, we have the San Francisco 49ers uh, came back with a great win yesterday. Very surprising win against the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers are now 3-3. Three and three. Uh, They had a great first half, especially uh, Raheem Mostert was running the ball well. Garoppolo looked a little bit better. A lot of short passes with the uh, yards after the catch uh, helped Garoppolo get in a groove there. Uh, Debo Samuel with maybe the play of the game at the end of the game, uh, just getting the first down so they could run out the clock. That was amazing. Um, George Kittle had an awesome touchdown, too. They were wearing their throwback uh, 1994 jerseys, and uh, George Kittle did this like high-stepping thing into the end zone because he sort of broke away from the defense. No one was near him. So he did this uh, high-stepping thing reminiscent of uh, Deion Sanders when Deion wore the jersey with the Niners in his lone season with the 49ers in 1994 when they won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I thought that was a cool uh, tribute that George Kittle did. Uh, even to know that Deion did something like that because, uh, you know, a lot of times in – uh, sports these days, the athletes, um, is surprisingly a lot of them don't know much about the team's history um, and the past players, but it was cool that, you know, Kittle kind of paid tribute to something that's happened now like 25 years ago. So that was pretty cool. Uh, pretty fun to see from him. And the Niners end up winning uh, the game, uh, which was more important. So. Three and three, you know, uh, not the best start, but not the worst start. The only problem is uh, Raheem Mostert re-injured himself, uh, has a high ankle sprain, so he'll be out again for two to three weeks. So running back will be a bit of a tough situation going forward. Um, they got a couple okay guys, but nobody, you know, as good as Mostert's proven to be. But, hey, maybe one of them is going to break out here in the next couple weeks. You never know. Um, defense definitely looked a lot better for the 49ers. Mosley was back unhealthy, so that helped a lot. 
Um, so yeah, the Niners uh, got the New England Patriots up next week, uh, who I think are beatable. Um, Cam Newton is another mobile quarterback, which the Niners tend to have difficulty with. I don't think Newton runs as much, but I do know England has some design plays where they're built for Cam Newton and the way he plays. So I think if they can contain him, um, they should be all right uh, against the Patriots. So should be another fun game next week. Anyway, um, that's uh, about all in terms of sports. Oh, I guess I should touch on this for the hockey fans. Uh, and uh, the San Jose Sharks, uh, they're bringing back Patrick Marlowe on a one-year deal for the league minimum. They're also bringing back Matt Nieto, who had been with the Colorado Avalanche. So a couple former Sharks comes back. So that's cool. Uh, Marlowe more than likely will retire with the Sharks. He has a good chance at breaking Gordie Howe's uh, games played record, uh, which is around like 45 or something games. So if he plays a little more than half the season, he'll break the record. So that's pretty cool. Um, however, Joe Thornton, Jumbo Joe Thornton, who's been with the Sharks now, uh, who's been with the Sharks now um, since the 2005-2006 season, from uh, that's when he got traded from the Boston Bruins. Um, so he's been here a while. Uh, he decided to sign a one-year deal with the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, for the league minimum. So that was a surprise to a lot of Sharks fans. Um, but Jumbo is under the impression that he has a better chance of winning the Stanley Cup uh, with the Toronto Maple Leafs, which makes sense, uh, seeing has how the Sharks didn't do too well last year. So, But who knows? Like Things can... Uh, uh, I don't know, turn out differently. Uh, Jumbo's uh, 41 now. Um, and uh, it could be where uh, San Jose ends up playing better than expected and Toronto plays worse than expected. And it might end up that Toronto decides to trade Joe back to San Jose. Uh, could happen. I wouldn't rule it out. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see the Sharks play without him on the ice for the first time since you know, 2005, 2006, that's for sure. Um, you're used to having him around, and I'm sure his teammates are going to have to get used to a new style to play. You don't have a guy there setting you up for all these shots um, that you normally did. So they're going to have to come up with some other strategies. Hopefully it uh, lights a fire in some of these guys and some of the Sharks and new, new guys step up uh, in the absence, and uh, they can put together a good season. Uh, which is apparently still slated to start sometime in January, which is so fucking weird. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, that's it on the sports front. I don't really have any basketball news. I think I already said the Lakers won the NBA championship. If I didn't say that, they did. Um, they beat the Miami Heat uh, four games to two, so there's that. So we can't have the World Series go to L.A. too, right? Anyway, but if the baseball, if the if uh, the Tampa Bay Rays win, that's two Tampa Bay teams that have won championships, though, because the Tampa Bay Lightning won the uh, Stanley Cup. So maybe the 
Tampa Bay will be the pandemic champions overall. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, I'd say as far as sports goes, uh, I did have a funny, sort of funny story <laughs> that happened the other day. I was at, uh, I, was, I wasn't anywhere. I was watching, <laughs> I was on the couch. I was uh, watching a Netflix show or trying to watch a Netflix show. And uh, I started it, and uh, the show is called, uh, it's a limited series or a mini series on Netflix. I uh, just got added this month. It's called uh, Oktoberfest Beer and Blood. And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. I'll start watching this. I started watching it, and the, the audio uh, wasn't matching the video. And I, that that's, like, frustrating when, like, you know, you're hearing the words, but they're not matching what the mouth looks like it's saying. So I was like, oh, man, this is jacked up. So I tried to, like, uh, restart the app and restart the show again, and it still wasn't working. So I logged into the Netflix account and reported a problem and said audio is out of sync. And then hopefully I'd hear back, and then I could try watching it again. Well, I tried watching it again the following day on Saturday, and uh, I decided to look into it a little bit more. And uh, I checked the language settings, and apparently it was automatically set up to dub. The, the The audio was automatically set up to dub in British English for some reason. I don't know why an Oktoberfest show would automatically go to British English. Uh, I, found, I was able to find out that the original language was uh, German, um, which makes sense. So I set it to be German, and then I just read English subtitles, and that's how I watch the show. I'd much rather read subtitles and have them speaking their actual language than have them moving their mouths to, you know, words that don't fit what the mouth movement is saying. <laughs> so, yeah, I read. I was reading for a good five hours on Saturday um, while watching the show. Um, and I I, th- I enjoyed the show. I thought it was pretty good. It says it's based on like true true story or whatever. I looked that up, and they said that's a bit of a stretch. They said none of the characters are real, but uh, some of this I guess stories within the show are are true. So I don't know. Uh, but overall, I thought the show was entertaining. Uh, and and yeah, it was it was pretty good. You know. I heard some Oktoberfest songs that I'm familiar with from going to Oktoberfest events and stuff like that. Um, and uh, the acting was good. And, uh, yeah. So, I'd recommend it. If you if you like Oktoberfest, um, if you like, uh, I don't know, blood. I mean, it wasn't a lot of blood, but there were some parts I was just like, whoa, like, <laughs> they like pan away from something and you're like, oh crap, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, it was interesting. I guess it debuted originally in Germany on Netflix there, which makes sense. And then they brought it over here. So anyway, we're checking out just six episodes, 45 minutes each. So it takes about five hours to watch, like I said. So uh, if you got time to kill and you want to, if you're looking for a show to watch, I'd recommend that one. I, I'm usually not one to binge watch many shows, but that one just caught my eye, so I was like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. All right. And finally, um, what else has been going on outside of, you know, the norm of 
doing nothing. <laughs> um, I uh, had a dentist appointment recently. So uh, apparently there's these like gaps where my wisdom teeth used to be. And I can't remember how old I was when I had my wisdom teeth removed. But um, there's like this, these what they call deep pockets now where my wisdom teeth used to be. You know how they used to, um, not used to, they still do it. You know how when you go to the dentist and they count the number, like, like the spacing number, I guess is what it is. They go through like, oh, that's 323, 333, 37. Four, three, 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 and usually it's three or two. I think if you're doing good. Um, well, where my wisdom teeth used to be, both on both sides, my left and right lower jaw, um, they're both at nine. So that kind of gives you an idea of how bad it is, um, and it sucks. Um, so I saw a specialist on Thursday. And it turns out I'm going to need some sort of, like, dental procedure operation thing. Which, you know, I understand I need to get it done. So I'm getting that done in early December. And I guess they're going to, like, move the gums around or some shit and make it, form it so it becomes less deep. Uh, it'll be more like a five or six, they said, when it's done. Because uh, the way it is now, like, if we're not careful, like, more bacteria can easily get caught back there. Uh, because the, the bone structure is bad, and then so it makes for soft gums, and then you know this bacteria could eventually lead to more heart disease, which I don't need. So it's something I need to get done for sure. So uh, December third is when I'll have that procedure done. Uh, my mom asked me the other day how I felt about getting that operation procedure done, and I said, "Hey, it's something to do. Gets me out of the house." Uh, um. Hopefully it won't be as too too painful afterwards. They'll put me on some generic pain meds if, if I need them. But to be honest, after my heart surgery, I really didn't take anything other than Tylenol. I didn't really take their extreme pain medicine that much. So I think if I could tolerate that kind of pain, I should be able to tolerate the 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 mouth pain too, hopefully. They will sedate me heavily, so I'll be knocked out for that day anyway all right so i got that to look forward to but at least i have november 1st um because november has my birthday and thanksgiving and then after this uh, procedure i won't be able to eat like any solid foods for like a week and i can't have that happening around my birthday or thanksgiving even though i have no idea what my family might do for thanksgiving if anything so anyway i just wanted to keep it open just in case something happens uh anyway all right, guys, that is it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Um, hopefully I can follow up after the World Series is over, and we'll talk about that, any thoughts I had about the World Series and whatnot, and uh, see where we are in the world. Uh, be sure to go vote. Uh, if you haven't already, please go vote. Vote, 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 vote. And then once you vote, I hear they stop mailing you um, proposition stuff in the mail and texting you on what to vote for. Just kidding. They don't. It, it continues, I've learned. Anyway. All right. See you later. Bye.